listening to Kingdom Authority with your host, Dancia J. Morris, on Kingdom Empower Incorporated. We're here to educate, motivate, and elevate your mind, body, and spirit. If you have questions or comments, or just want to talk to your host, you can call in at 646-668-2413, or listen in online at landministries.com. And now, here's your host, Dancia J. Morris. Well, 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 welcome to Kingdom Authority. Welcome to Kingdom Authority. I am your host, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris. Thank you so much for joining on tonight for Kingdom Authority broadcast. This is the day that the Lord has definitely made, and I hope that you rejoice in being glad in it. It is a wonderful day to give honor to God for his many blessings and to thank him for the gift he has given unto us. Shall we rejoice on tonight and just thank God for his many blessings, the giftings that he's given us, the anointing he's placed on our lives to have dominion in the earth and to take authority over our territory. It is a blessing to be able to take authority in our territory. And I hope you are operating in authority in your territory. Listen, on tonight, we are going to be talking about um, standing firm. Let's not chicken out. Standing firm, don't chicken out. So stay with me as we um, go through this. Get your Bibles ready. Daniel 1 is where we'll be coming from. Daniel 1 is where we'll be coming from on tonight. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. We bless you and we praise you. Thank you, O God, for being El Shaddai. We thank you, O God, for being Elohim. Thank you, Son of God. Thank you, O God, for sending your Son, Jesus, who is the Son of God. Thank you, O God, for being our protector, our provider. Thank you for being omnipotent and omniscient, God. Thank you for being the Holy One of Israel. We thank you, O God, for being more than enough in our lives. You are definitely the I am, the great I am. You are definitely the bread of life, and we bless you on this evening. Thank you, O God, that you um, keep our minds in perfect peace when we keep our minds stayed on you, Father. Thank you, O God, that you are our sustainer, our strength, our strong tower. Thank you that we can lean on you. Thank you that we can run to you. Thank you that we can hide in you. Thank you, O God, that you are our strength. Thank you, O Lord, that you are our righteousness. Thank you, O God, that you are Yahweh. Mm. Thank you, O God, for who you are. You are definitely our healer. Hallelujah. You're definitely our healer. You are Jesus, Jehovah, Jehovah Ropa, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Sikhanu. Thank you, O God, for who you are. Jehovah, you are. You are God, our righteousness. Thank you, O God, for being who you are. You capture us. Father, with your love. You are love. You are the lover of my soul. Hallelujah. Thank you for who you are. You, God, you are the one that we can stand firm in, that we have our being, that we move and have our being, Father. It is you, Father, that we can run to. And we thank you for your son, Jesus, the son of God, the son of man, the son of Mary. Thank you for Jesus, Father. And we just give you glory, praise, 
glory and honor is already yours, and you've given us dominion in the earth as you are dominion. You are righteousness. Hallelujah. Thank you, O God, that no matter what we go through, you are here, and we can stand. You are authority, and because you are authority and you are in us, Father, and we are in you, we have authority. We can operate in authority. We can walk in authority, Father. And we thank you, O God, for this kingdom authority, not for us, but for your glory, not for us, but for your glory. Thank you for the giftings that you've given us, Father. Oh, Lord, so many of us are going through so many different things, trials, hurt, and, Lord, we're being accused on every side, oppressed, Father, persecuted on every side. Yet, God, we have not seen what we shall, what we shall um, be persecuted with, Father, but these days are rough. They're hard. They're trying. But, God, you have, you have given us power to tread upon serpents and scorpions, and, God, nothing shall come against us, God, that you don't allow, Father. If we speak the word, God, it shall be done. If we believe your word, it shall be done. So in the name of Jesus, we glorify you, thank you, and praise you for who you are. Oh, God, you are Jehovah. Thank you for being our righteousness. Thank you, oh, God, that we can seek you. Seek you first, God, and your righteousness and everything else shall be added unto us, Father. We seek your righteousness. We seek your your righteousness, God. Thank you for your hand that protects us. Thank you, O oh God, for your right hand. Thank you for your right hand, Lord, that protects us, O oh God. Thank you for being our protector. You are the gem, the true gem. Mm, mm, mm. You called us into royalty, and we bless you. We bless you, O oh God, that you keep our minds, Father. When so much is going on, you keep our minds, God. When so many people want to come up against us, you still keep our minds. And, Father, it seems like we should fall. It seems like we should be under. It seems like we should be overtaken because of your power, because of your grace, because of your mercy. Thank you, Jesus. We are now, we are now your, um, the righteous of God. Oh, yeah, bye-bye. Thank you, O Lord, that we have authority. You said, God, that we will do miracles even greater than you. Hallelujah. And we stand firm, God, to know that we speak the word. God, your will be done. We speak the word, God, and you have given us this power. We speak the word in the name of Jesus. I declare and decree over every one of the sound of my voice that no weapon formed against us, God, according to your word, shall be able to prosper, and that we'll believe it and walk in it, Father. I denounce every wicked every wicked thing, sorcery, God, witchcraft, in the name of Jesus, that's trying to overtake your people, any vets, any hex, any, 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 any spell that's trying to come at nigh to your people, God, that are listening, it shall go back to the pits of hell from whence it came, Father, and we'll be filled with your spirit, filled with your love, filled with your righteousness, filled with your mercy, filled with your grace, God, filled with your power, filled with your strength, in the name of Jesus, filled with your words. In the name of Jesus, I pray this prayer. Amen and amen. Oh, God, we thank you. Amen and amen. Let's turn to Daniel 1. Listen, we got to stand firm and not chicken out. This isn't the time to chicken out, people. So we have to stand firm. I'm telling you, 
Um, I, I've seen, I've seen some of us tucking and running. The enemy is after us. You know when that, when they, um, the come, the farmer comes after the chicken. The chicken starts running around. Move with me quick, cause I'm going quick tonight. The chicken starts running around, and I remember one time as a child having to, um, having to um, go out into the yard with a particular person, and she's now gone on to be with the Lord, and that we had to, she would raise these chickens, and then she would, of course, <laughs> use them to feed the family. And so we had to go out there one one day and help her. And so this poor soul, this poor chicken had to become dinner, you know. And so I, while watching it and how she did it, she the chicken was running around, and it had his, his head, going everywhere because his neck had been, this is, this is really, um, this is probably too much for some people, but I have to, I have to paint this picture. And this chicken was running around because his neck was so loose and it was running around in circles and going everywhere and, 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 and didn't know what was what. And we were so confused. And as I watched this chicken and we were trying to catch the chicken, Feathers were going everywhere. It was just flapping and so forth, running around the yard, and even at times bumping into things. And I'm telling you, we cannot be in a situation right now where we're running around like a chicken with this head cut off or loose or neck snap. We can't, because the enemy is after us, we can't run this way. We have got to stand firm regardless of the enemy being after us, regardless of trials, regardless of tests, regardless of tribulations, regardless of the arrows, regardless of the, the, the backbiting, regardless of the knives that are thrown at us through words, regardless of what's going on, the church of Jesus Christ, the church of Jesus Christ has got to stand firm. So let's go to our text, Daniel 1. I have to open up pretty strong with that. It ain't time to chicken out. It ain't time to chicken out. Listen, Daniel 1, I'm going to start from verse 3. I'm reading in the New King James Version. Then the king instructed Ashpenaz, the master of his eunuchs, to bring some of the children of Israel and some of the king's descendants and some of the nobles, young men in whom there was no blemish, but good-looking, gifted in all wisdom, possessing knowledge, and quick to understand, who had ability to serve in the king's palace, and whom they might teach the language and literature of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed for them a daily provision of the king's delicacies and of the wine which he drank, and three years of training for them, so that at the end of that time they might serve before the king. Let me just keep let me just keep going. Verse six. Now from among those of the sons of Judah were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. To them the chief of the eunuch gave names. He gave Daniel the name Belteshazzar, to Hananiah Shadrach, to Mishael Meshach, and to Azariah Abednego. But Daniel purposed in his heart, listen, but Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now, God had brought Daniel into the favor and goodwill of the chief of the eunuchs. And the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my Lord, the king, who has appointed your food and drink. For why should he see your faces looking worse than the young men who are your age? 
then you would endanger my head before the king. So Daniel said to the steward, whom the chief of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, please test your servants for 10 days. Just give me 10 days and let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance be examined before you and the appearance of the young men who eat the portion of the king's delicacies. And as you see fit, so deal with your servants. So he, con- so he consented with them in this matter and tested them 10 days. What happens? At the end of the 10 days, their features appeared better and fatter in flesh than all the young men who ate the portion of the king's delicacies. Listen, people of God. Thus the steward took away their portion of delicacies and the wine that they were to drink and gave them vegetables. Listen, I want to stop right there. That's at verse 16. I read 6 through 16. I want to talk about this. Standing firm. We can't chicken out. Listen, when, when you go through this text, it's Daniel, God's servant, God's chosen one for this season and time. Let me tell you something. Daniel was not some extraordinary person. Daniel was just somebody who, listen, he was somebody that was of the portion of the king's descendants and a noble man. He was chosen by the king, by the king of this land. Let me go up to that. And so you will know for him. And the third year, and so we're talking about King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. So he was chosen to take some people out of Jerusalem, the God-sent city, um, the, the God-ordained city, I'm going to say it that way, out of Jerusalem. And listen, what the king wanted was not just anybody. He wanted the best. Somebody needs to say the, only the best will do. And so listen to this. The king only wanted the best. He said, don't go. I don't want you going down the gutter. I don't want you going down on skid row. I don't want you going to the poorhouse. I want you to go to the king's descendants, those who have, those who mean something, those who may even have influence. Watch this. Those who may have influence, the noble ones, and I want to take them out of their land, bring them into this land, because only the best will do for what I have planned to do in my land. Listen, people of God, you're wondering why you have to be uprooted from your land sometimes. You're wondering why you have to go through certain things. You're wondering why you have to be, you have to, you can't be where everybody else is sometimes because there is the enemy that really wants to sift you, not only as wheat, but the enemy really wants you because he knows you are God's best. Let me tell you something. When you come against trials and tribulations constantly in your life, you have got to know that, that the enemy even understands the anointing and the favor on your life. And as a result, he wants to take you, destroy you. And that's why you see the, in so many children succumbing to all the demonic attacks that are happening in the land, the United States of America and abroad, because you have to understand the best is when the, the, the king said, I want the best. I want the young men. And so what the enemy does in these days and times, he takes the young and he takes them because he knows they're going to work better than us. He's taking this generation because he knows they're going to stay 
steadfast in whatever they believe in. He's taking them because he knows if I can mold them at this age, they'll do whatever I say they'll, they need to do, that I want them to do. And so as a result of that, you see these children being attacked, and eight- and nine-year-olds just taking their lives and playing the Russian roulette with their lives and taking their lives because there's, there's things that the enemy has infiltrated in gangs infiltrated in YouTube, infiltrated in videos, infiltrated in the homes, infiltrated in in different TV shows, and has their mind trapped, and he's using it as subliminary messages to allow them, to make them, rather, to make them succumb to the demonic attack. And don't, listen, don't you think the enemy is not strategic enough to do these things. You better wise up and wake up and stay woke. He no longer needs our old rusted selves, but he needs children, those kids, those young men, those that are strong, so he can infiltrate the kingdom of God and to do the things that the kingdom of hell needs. And so as a result, you see these children turning over. You wonder why so many of them are wishy-washing and they're doing all these things on the Internet. You wonder why they're not stable because we have chickened out. We have not stood firm. And Daniel, hmm, Daniel, even though he was in another land, Daniel said, oh, no, I'm sticking to what the regimen that I was taught because in this regimen, what has ha- what's happened in my life, it's kept me holy. It's kept me sane. It's kept me strong. It's kept me going. And because of that, I need to stick to what I've been taught, what I already know. Hear me real good. If you're going to operate with authority, you have to stick to the word of God. You have to stick to what has been taught. Stop swaying to the left and to the right from every, for every wind, every breath that comes out of man. If it's not in the word, don't stand on it. If it's not his holy word, don't stand on it. Listen, and people, we think sometimes, people in authority think sometimes because because we have God that God can't speak to people. Mm. I want you to understand, if it doesn't line up with the word, and shame on us, if it doesn't line up in the word, then it is not God. Hear me on this. It is not God. God can speak to every one of us. That doesn't mean that you don't follow leadership, but even leadership falters. Let me help you understand something. The kingdom of God operates in such a way that he is sovereign. Now, listen to this. Sovereign means he can do anything he wants to do. He overrules and superrules over everything. He orchestrates everything. He's in control of everything. And so when you begin to, when I begin to, when we begin to put that control into the hands of a man, we have just denounced God's sovereignty. And I refuse to denounce sovereignty to any man, including myself. So Daniel says, I was taught this. I believe it's the word of God, and I'm not bowing to what you say, King Nebuchadnezzar. Try this, and he used wisdom. So you've got to use wisdom. Don't chicken out. Don't chicken out on what you've been taught. Don't chicken out on what the word says. Okay, this is how we chicken out. Let me just, I heard it. I heard it. How, well, how do I chicken out? You chicken out when you know it says, 
Thou shalt not have no other God before me. Okay, you don't like that? That's Old Testament. The Bible says, love God first, first commandment, and the New Testament, love God first, and then your neighbor second. You can't you can't have the fullness without loving God first. You can't have the fullness without loving your neighbor second. You want to leave out the second and do the first, or you want to leave out the first and do the second. It don't work that way. It's two commandments rolled up into one. And the Bible says in the Old Testament, we are to eat the whole roll. What does that mean? Take every word that God has said and eat chew on it digest it let it go through your system let it let it let it, let it permeate your muscles permeate your organs and once we do that that's when we have the fullness of God and we don't denounce one area of his life so let me help somebody I just went on a tangent let me help somebody today when you chickening out also means when when God says to do a thing and then you hear somebody say, I think you should do this because I see you doing that. What did God say? And so what I have to learn in these last few years is to understand what is God saying? Now, can you get direction from the wisdom counsel, Proverbs, counsel of those who are wise? Absolutely. But here's the thing. Make sure it lines up with what you heard from God. There are times, however, that we will hear from God, we think we've heard from God, and it wasn't God because there was obstructed, I'm going to say this way, obstructed justice. What does that mean? What was pure, what was justified that God justified us, what was justified, we contaminated with what we have, what we think, not what we have, but what we think it is. And as a result of it, it's not the pureness of God. And so that can happen with outside forces. Oh, my God. Outside forces then adjust the molecules of the thing that God said. And as a result, the atmosphere just changed according to what God spoke, transcending time, transcending space, transcending the universe into our spirit, our spirit connecting to God, and changes the whole method of what God said. We cannot, we cannot chicken out. We can't get confused. We can't run amok. No, 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 no. We can't run amok. Yes, you may fall, but get yourself back up. Get your on your journey. Get in the word of God. Let it permeate. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat the word of God, and as a result, and I'm talking to myself right now, eat the word of God in such a way, I mean, take your time and chew on that thing. Chew on it so much that it just gets into your teeth. It gets under your palate. Hmm. Lord have mercy. It starts getting in your jaws, and so we speak the word of God. It gets into our throat that every time we cough, we cough his word up. Lord have mercy. Get into your heart so that you and everything pumps, pumps to our organs, the word of God. See, chew it up so much that it begins to digest in your, in your, <laughs> in you. I'm telling you right now, this is so good. This is so good. I, I went too far too quickly. Well, what does it mean to stand firm? I don't pass myself up. Oh, I'm so sorry. What does it mean to stand firm? Listen, standing firm is not being soft or yielding when you get pressed. So I have learned I cannot succumb to people that press me or issues that press me. I didn't feel like going anywhere today, but I had to press because there's certain things I had 
to do. I have, couldn't get thoughts about it. No pain, no thoughts, no um, form of depression, no nothing could, could do it. It means, firm means comparatively solid, standing on a solid foundation. It means hard, stiff, not stiffness, but stiff and rigid, not soft. Let me tell you something about soft people. Soft people will, will go with every wind and wave, and that's why you see people going crazy on, 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 on social media, losing their minds, and then come to church and want to get prayed over when you done being messy all week long. What? The devil is alive. And so what we have to do, and the same thing for me, whenever I am losing my mind in the middle of the week, I can't be just running. Now, listen, no matter what, because we are sick. We are sick, but there comes a time in our life where we've got to stand firm and say, no, I am not going to succumb to what's going on in this world, body of Christ, I'm speaking to you. I am not going to succumb to what's going on in this world. I don't care what the administration does. I don't care what they're doing. That's not my concern. My concern is souls. My concern is seeing the kingdom of God advancing. That's what I take my time and speak to. And at the same time, God will handle that. Let me help you understand. The more you advance and lift up Jesus, the more he draws unto him. And oh my goodness. And it feels like an oxymoron because what the world wants us to think is that we have to do all these different things to the situation. Mm-mm. There's a minimal amount of time that we spend on that, but the majority of our time is spent on lifting up Jesus and taking action to advance the kingdom of God. I'm not saying just believe and talk, because some of us are just sitting behind closed doors and just talking all the time. We have not gone into our communities. We have not gone into a meeting. We have not spread the word of God at work. We have not talked to anybody about Jesus. We have not displayed Jesus. And I admit, there have been times in my life, there have been times in last week, I did not display Jesus. And I had to go back and say, I'm sorry, I didn't represent Jesus. I didn't represent Jesus right. And so listen, what we end up doing is then becoming like the world and not admitting sometimes our fault and not coming, stepping back and say, Lord, I need you to heal me, deliver me, wash me clean over again, create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. Oh, God, uphold me with your holy righteousness, your Holy Spirit. And whatever you do, God, don't take your spirit away from me. Here, <laughs> so what happens, we don't stand firm and we chicken out when we get to our jobs. We chicken out when we are pressed with situations. We chicken out when we have some type of illness that come, comes upon us. We don't know what to do. We're running around like a chicken with his head caught off. We're bumping into things, and we don't have any direction. It's because we have not stood firm. Stood firm when oppression comes. Standing firm when depression comes. Standing firm when, we're, when we have persecution come up against us. Listen, I recently came into a situation where I've had people accuse me of something I did not do, and I had no idea where it came from. But what I wanted to do, dance them outside of the spirit of God, wanted to go and, and do, handle some stuff. But something quickly jumped up at me and said, no, you're not going to even respond. And I mean, second, it happened because we, because we have to stand 
firm and let God be God in every situation. What happened with Daniel when he said firm, stood firm? What happened with Daniel? They tested him. So don't expect, listen, when they go to get you, you are the best of God and you have trials. Just because you're the best don't mean you ain't going to have trials. That's number one. But he'll choose you, the enemy will choose you because he knows you're God's best. But when you get into the place of trials, because you've got to know that you are his best, you then have to return the favor and say, God, I know I'm your best, so I'm going to watch you handle this, and I'm going to stay firm on everything you taught me. Mm -mm. Yes, sir. I hear you, Lord. And so everything you taught me, I'm going to stand firm on. I know I'm in this situation, so you must have knew I was going to be in this situation. And so now that I'm in it, I got to do still what you told me to do. And so now that I'm going to still do what you told me to do, I need, I'm expecting, God, when I get through this testing period, that I'm going to be on top. No, no, no. Not you, but God's going to be on top. Hear me? <laughs> because it's not about us being on top. But it's about God getting the glory out of it. It's about God getting the glory out of every situation. And so what I'm learning, and now this ain't no easy test, y'all. This ain't no easy test. This isn't an easy test. This is hard stuff. But if you're going to not chicken out, you and stand firm. You've got to be hard in this place that for God I live and for God I'm willing to die. But what happens after the testing? You don't have to get, don't get despondent right now. Don't lose faith in the test because what happens after the test is the glory. What happens? Then, oh, Nebuchadnezzar was like, listen, I guess they proved us wrong. I guess they proved us wrong. What we're going to do now, we're going to follow everything that you did, Daniel, and everybody going to be eating vegetables and water. Can you imagine what that did to the others, the world, those who weren't God's best? I'm going to put, quote, not God's best, unquote. Those who didn't weren't of the, the, the kingdom of God, they, that messed them up. You mean to tell me these dudes coming into our land and they going to now tell us, how we going to eat, and we've been eating good, the delicacies of the king, and now you want us to just succumb to some plants, <laughs> something from the ground, and water? Oh, yes, yeah. this is what happens with us when we stand firm. When we stand firm, heal me, children of God. When we stand firm, then the whole world has got to see God, and then God gets the glory. They, be, they have to succumb and bow down to what God says, the God in us, the God and, 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 and the principles, the kingdom principles. That's what I want to say, the kingdom principles. And so that's why you see so many people. Not everyone's a believer in Jesus Christ, but they believe in tithing their son. There's some that believe in giving, believe in charity, but they may not believe in Jesus Christ. It's a principle. And so when they operate in the principle, the kingdom principle, God's principles, you can't help but be blessed because God said you would be blessed if you operate in this. So now, why should we stand firm? Because of the blessings of the Lord that comes with these become snitches. 
softies become those who just bow down to anything, wishy-washy, don't even know what to do because you just doing whatever. Let me tell you something. I've been there. I know what I'm talking about, it, but you got to stand firm in what God says, and then the gl- watch the glory of God over your life. Let me, I'm done. I really am done. And done. And so if you look at verse 16 of that verse, and I want to read it in the New King and in, in, in the New Living Translation just momentarily so you can see this. Verse 16, uh, see, Babylon didn't, have, didn't know what they were getting into. At the, uh, verse 15, at the end of the 10 days, Daniel and his three friends looked healthier and better nourished than the young men who had been eating the food assigned by the king. Don't succumb to what's going on by those that are in leadership. Uh, oh, I'm talking about leadership in the world. I'm talking about the church right now, the body of Christ. So after that, the attendant fed them only vegetables instead of the food and wine produced for the others who was attending. That was um, that was um, the guy, I can't think of his name right now, that was over Nebuchadnezzar's unit. So he, he said, okay, one of his servants, let's just put it that way. One of his servants says, I'm going to feed them this, feed them all this, and then we'll see what happens. The kingdom principles work, but we have to stand firm on these principles. We cannot chicken out. Don't get so confused. That's why it's so important to study the word of God. As we're confused, as we're going around, running around, and not knowing what to do, not knowing where to go, not even seeing anything, then we cause ourselves to go into a stupor. That is so good. To go into a stupor, a stupor where we can't think straight. We can't follow the word of God. We can't hear him clearly. I challenge you to stand firm. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you and praise you. I thank you for your word on tonight. Thank you for your spirit guiding us, Father. Thank you for um, the, 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 the forces, God, that you send, Father, your angels, those forces, those angels to keep, to keep charge of us in all our ways. We glorify you, God. Now, in the name of Jesus, we stand firm. I speak firmness over the lives of those who listen to this broadcast. I speak, God, that in the name of Jesus, they will not be running around confused, God, anymore, that they will stand firm on your word, that they will read your word, they will digest your word, chew on your word, eat your word, Father, meditate on your word, and walk in your word in the name of Jesus. I glorify you and thank you, God, and it's for your glory that I, um, that I say this thing, these things, Lord, for your glory not for Dancia, but for your glory. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. I want to thank you so much for um, joining on tonight. I know this is a quick one. Um, Joining on tonight, stay tuned for um, next week again, and I believe that you will be blessed by, um, by what's going to be said on next week. God bless you. Take authority in your territory. In Jesus' name, I'm your host, Reverend Dancia Jones Morris. God bless you.